All right, and we're back. I'm here with Annette and Nicholas, and we are also going to be joined with a very special guest via telephone. Nicholas, you want to introduce our guest? Well, this is my friend from Tucson. His name is Dominic Mancini, now lives in Boulder, Colorado. and G- Gun barrel. G- oh, did you move? No, this is where I live. <laughs> a little Colorado name for the town. How is Gun Barrel different than Boulder? It's not in Boulder. <laughs> so, Interesting. So it's worse. It's much better. Believe now, it or not. Now, now this is a talk. I show. save four percent on my uh, on my vehicle tax. <laughs> so you tell me, Annette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can continue your introduction. I think you can give yourself a better introduction than I ever could. So he he lives in the red ring outside the blue dot that is Boulder. <laughs> There's no red ring within 150 miles. <laughs> so you're telling me Gun Barrel, Colorado is very, very uh, liberal? Yeah. Boy, have times changed, huh? <laughs> I love to learn the history. First of all, what a dumb I'm name sure, for a city. I'm sure Gun Barrel was founded by a bunch of hippies. Yeah, we know. We got a King Supers that's open till one a.m. <laughs> that that's like calling a city like a wagon wheel. How far away is your Whole Foods, Dom? About two and a half miles. <laughs> Actually, I'll be honest, guys. I'm I like Whole Foods to eat hot food. Mm. Does that make sense? I agree. Actually, you will not catch me at Whole Foods buying my groceries for the most part. There's, but I like it to eat. Like, uh, you know, you go to the bar. I get usually get four to five types of meat. It was Taco Tuesday yesterday. I actually went yesterday. Interesting. It was $2, and they, like, loaded up the tacos so much, it was, like, twice as much as those Dollar Street tacos. Wow. They have really a restaurant at this one that has fake burgers. What are they called? Is it the Impossible Burger? Maybe. But I've never tried it, and I don't know. I feel like they're getting your hopes up, and then you get to the counter. I think this is a good segue to our next topic of genetically engineered ground beef. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, Dom, how do you feel about lab-grown meat? You know, I'm kind of into it. It's interesting, isn't it? No, I really am. I'm kind of into it. Why? Okay. Okay. First, well, here's why I'm not into it, because it's no cursing, right? It's right. expensive. Right. Really expensive. Wait. And I don't ever think they'll be able to get the cost down. You don't think they'll be to able like, to get... Let, let's, let's assume they got it down to where it was competitive with, um, you know, regular... Yeah, power. come on, Dom. You, well, you... then we're going to have meat for longer. Eventually, the meat's going to run out. <laughs> why, why do you think so? Because of all the gases that these uh, these cows are giving off. I mean, you're you, you're a business guy, Dom. You you must know about economies <laughs> of scale. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, well, allow Stephen to explain. Well, you know, I just learned in business school. It's whatever. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you have a lot of life experience out in the workforce, Stephen. We yeah, get it. yeah. You know, I, well, my textbook said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that kind of is a scale. 
That's not the kind of stuff they teach you in schools. This isn't the stuff you get in your learning books. Now listen up. <laughs> <laughs> well, like hopefully if they if they like build out a bunch of infrastructure and they're really able to make it more efficiently, hopefully they can um get the cost down in the future. I don't know if they ever will. But um if they did, I mean, first of all, it would be really really crazy to think about how much it'll affect the cattle industry and the ranchers in a lot of rural America they're going to yeah, be really Yeah, but this really is going to become up. a big thing after that's already like out of the question. Yeah, I guess you're if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, to, yeah. to be honest, the ranchers after they're are, unable to to you know, it, it it just it's not an option anymore. The resources are gone. Yeah, the, the, I mean the ranchers have been living the good life for too long. It's, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? The good you live in LA. What are you talking about? The good life. I'm, You've been to Iowa twice. I'm just saying. What are you talking about? This is ridiculous. What? Okay, so they just let their cows run around, eat grass. And then they sit in their lawn chairs. You think that's all they do? <laughs> yeah. Is it, let their cows run around and eat grass? What about the part where they have to bring them in and cut their balls off? <laughs> with their hands, Nick. <laughs> what about that? Yeah, yeah, because there's nobody for hire that can do that for you. <laughs> all, all I'm saying, Dom, is, is that they just let the cows roam free until they grow up and then they sell them. He's kidding. Let, let, let's, let, let yeah, the I'm, audience know he's kidding. <laughs> What do you mean? The, I'm not kidding. No, no, no. Nicholas is. Okay. I'm just, I'm just having fun with you. Yeah. No, no, no. You're not having fun. You, <laughs> you Los Angeles people. Hey, hey. You, uh, not, I find that not offensive. You're counted out of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys. You, you, Dom, Columbus, you guys, Ohio is practically Los Angeles. That's true. I'm from Columbus. <laughs> Right outside of Columbus, though, you got farmland, tons of it. Ohio's yeah. all country. And and where is the majority of the produce grown in this country? Ooh, pretty sure it's California. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about like the rich people produce. <laughs> oh, like like we're, lettuce. Well, no, but look, pistachios, almonds. I don't get what you're getting at here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Saffron. we're not talking about we're not talking about all the stuff that turns all the little kids into obese mongrels. <laughs> Yo, let's not get into vaccines on this episode. We can save that for next episode. Wow. Nicholas I is mean, just being <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I'm just being stupid. Okay, sh- sh- should we get to the topic that we were going to talk about? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, well, think... I, I did promise Dom a f- five minutes to talk about the Lakers, right? That's current events. We're in Los Angeles. I just think that you guys should be embarrassed for yourselves. I agree. I think that you guys were mouthing off, <laughs> right? Mouthing off hard. And Especially now it's time Nicholas. to pay the piper. Well, what do you think of um, a guy from Columbus? What do you think of LeBron coming to L.A. and that whole experience? He's Where not you from Columbus. No. no, no, he's from Akron, but you're, you know, it's regional, right? I mean, what, what did you think of LeBron your Two whole Two and a half hours away. That's <laughs> like you guys are from San Diego, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> Small trot away. Sometimes it takes me two and a half hours to get home from work. Well, what 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 have you always thought of LeBron throughout his years in the Cavs, in the Heat, and the Cavs? You know, I like LeBron. I like LeBron, but this stuff's getting ridiculous. Drink, drinking wine on the bench. Did you guys see that? No. <laughs> what happened? He was sipping wine on the bench. He was sitting out a game. You can't do that. Wine on the bench. 
look what California did to him. <laughs> just a poor boy from Akron. Well, maybe um, it was just Gatorade. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not Gatorade. What about when he, he was uh, sitting out, dressed what? like an idiot, drinking wine? What about when he took a game off for load management against the Warriors and he was just recording a Two Chains album? Let's with talk about the night. phrase "load management." <laughs> what do you want? To, what do you have to say about it? I just let's think about it. Load <laughs> management. We could go a lot there, huh, Nick? Nobody knows what that means. Yeah, I mean he does play a lot of games. What do you? LeBron how much? Pro, out of all the superstars, LeBron probably plays has played more games in the last five years than any other, other, you know. Well, okay, I have a question for you, Dom. What do you, who do you think, how much blame do you think he gets for the Lakers this season and their woes? I think they're going to turn it around. (laughs) What's this? There's 18 games left. He doesn't know. He just doesn't know. It's fine. (laughs) Wait, did they win? LeBron, so there was a clip from tonight's game where they showed a tribute video. Yeah. And LeBron was crying on the bench. No, they lost tonight. Or they're losing now. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. losing. Yeah. But um to the Denver Nuggets. So you're from Gun Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how Rocky much, season ticket holder. How much blame? That should have been in my intro, Nick. Rocky season ticket holder. That yeah. would be a good yeah. For, that, for the twenty nineteen season? Well, we're, we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, how much blame do you think LeBron gets for the Lakers probably not making the playoffs this year and their whole toxic situation? I think he gets every ounce of blame. Yeah. Every, all of it. What do you th- What do you think, if you had to explain it to somebody? I think if he's know. trotting around, he wants to be the GM and the coach of every team he plays for, he should get all the blame. Interesting. Getting coaches fired left and right. They say Luke Walton's going to be gone after the end of this year. Yeah, good. How do you um, How do you feel about the Lakers' young guys? Ingram and Lonzo and Kuzma, Hart. I think Lonzo's an idiot. I think Ingram looks Ingram looks like a, a skeleton. <laughs> and Kuzma's okay. You know who I miss? Oh. Pau. <laughs> who? Pau Gasol. He's... Oh, what? Yeah, I miss Pau. That's not, racist. Not, it's not, it's not <laughs> racist. He was just a very good-looking European fella. That, yeah. that, <laughs> that, that that was pleasurable to watch. You, you know, Dom, what about I think... all the art? What? Just all of the art. I, I will say, Dom, before we move Loaded on... Loaded on a boat. Before we move on, I will say that Ingram has been playing the best basketball of his career so far after the All-Star break. He's been out the last couple of games. But he's been, he's been looking really good. So hopefully next year going into it, I... Yeah, but I, I agree with you on LeBron, I think. You know, he's he's not used to coming into a city that has a history like Los Angeles with the Lakers. To where they have so many people that's come before him. To where in Miami and in Cleveland, he he really was the guy. You know, so I I think he can't. I don't think he's gonna win over the fans as easily as he did in those other two parts of the country. Well, the fans just don't care. You guys just don't care about sports. No, 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 no. It's it, it's a Laker town. Yeah, you you have to. You be, got that all wrong, Don. Yeah, you, you have to be here. Absolutely, Lakers are the team here, and um, no, it's fun to like wear like a, a jersey down Venice Beach. No, no, I mean, okay, I'll, I'm telling you, I mean, you don't believe me. No, but... you guys have enough going on out there. <laughs> the 
The, it, it, it absolutely is a Laker LA, town. L.A., bad sports I, town. I know you're in your little gun barrel bubble <laughs> out there. Don't know what it's like here in the big city, but we, when we're, when we're Lakers town, we're Dodgers town, we're Chargers town. <laughs> That's, that makes me... So, wait, you, you, you're not claiming the Rams? No, he's kidding. He's making it seem like... You know, he's pretending to talk about he knows how he knows the L.A. and all the sports teams, but he gets it wrong at the very end, you know? <laughs> that That's the punchline. Dom, you know we yeah, play— Yeah, but you guys, are, you guys are claiming the Rams? Yeah, yeah, yes. it's a Rams stuff. You know, we live— But okay. if, the, if the Chargers were in the Super Bowl, you guys would be Chargers. No, I actually—I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I've, I've always liked the Rams. Dom, if—okay, do you know what passing scrimmages oh. are? <laughs> What? Do, do you know passing scrimmages or like seven on sevens for football? It's like I mean, no pads. Yeah, yeah. It's like in the off season where you have no pads, and then you you like play touch football, right? And you okay. have like tournaments with the other high schools, you know. Yeah. The Chargers play at StubHub Center. I mean, it seats like twenty nine thousand. They don't even oh, sell yeah, out. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's hilarious. I we, love we, watching them on TV. Philly came. We did all those Philly scumbags came into your city and took it over. We we did dumb. We did passing scrimmages in StubHub Center. Our high school did. We did passing tournaments in the StubHub Center. It, you know, completely empty, just like a bunch of teams just like throwing the ball to each other. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and round of the divisional playoffs, all the buses in L.A. say Go Rams on it, right? Every single bus. It says destination, then Go Rams right next to it. And then... The funniest thing about that was the Chargers were literally also playing that weekend too. <laughs> no one knew. No one cared. It's so I would funny. be if I would be a Chargers guy because I think it's funny how many kids Philip Rivers has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. He has like eight or nine kids, right? Who is that? He's their quarterback for years. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean that guy like the face, you know. His. Well, I'm. Get into I'm it. really sad. As long as we're talking sports, I'm really sad that we lost Puig. To the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It makes me sad. I don't care about the other two, but... Dom, Dom do you know who Hunter Green is? No. I think I think he's like a prospect for the Reds. He just came out of my high school. He was like the number two pick, I think, in the MLB draft. I think it's funny that the Dodgers traded away everybody and freed up room for Manny Machado. And he decided to go to the better, the best I, California city. <laughs> I don't think they were trying to. I think Machado was short term and they knew it. I think they thought what? they just. The, the, when they signed him, I think it was the just Bovada for the Bovada odds, the week he was getting, the week of the decision, L, the Dodgers were the heavy favorite. That's interesting. You probably know better he, than I do. The heavy favorite. Hey, I'm going to bring it back to um, politics, Dom, unfortunately. When are we starting the the Stephen Nassif, uh, the gambling corner? The gambling corner, <laughs> Stephen's gambling corner. Do you? Um. Oh gosh, what's there? There's a show on ESPN now where they literally just talk sports betting. Yeah, but you need to do one where you talk politics betting. Oh yeah, that would be so much fun. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd do that. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll do a little segment here. Let me get Predict It going right now, okay? Let me let me fire up Predict It. That's like the politics betting website. Everybody. See, but I don't know any of these people. It's all good. It's all good. If you don't know, then you just say you don't know, yeah. and then that means these people have a little more work to do to get out, get their names out there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Here we go. Will Zuckerberg run in 2020? 
I mean, no. that guy just stands no chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, The Rock won and run. The Rock actually has a better chance of running than Zuckerberg. Yeah. Doesn't The Rock have a better chance of winning than Bernie? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. I don't think the you Rocks know, ever held elected office. I saw some ridiculous names ahead of Bernie Sanders to win the election. Yeah, I, when I was looking at it. Well, what, what website were you were you looking at, Dom? And I'll tell you. If I, you're able, I think I was on my bookie. I think I was on Bovada. If you're able to pull up some, some odds right now, with, I'll absolutely tell you whether or not they're good odds. I mean, I have some on mine, on my the guy that I read. Read me the odds that your website has. I mean, I know this is a, I know this is a Bernie crowd here. No, no, I'll give you, I'll give you the objective odds. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, big time Bernie crowd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, Dom, while you're pulling that up, just interrupt me once you get it. Big time. But we all know you're a big no, Trump guy, Dom. I don't have it on here anymore. Okay, that's all right. Let me. I'll pull up um the odds on my bookie. How about that? Yeah, that'll okay. be that'll be a good one. Um, I'm big time Bernie supporter. <laughs> Let's see here. Right? Yeah, I'm not wrong. I mean, Nicholas, you want to speak to that? I mean, aren't aren't you a big Trump guy, Dom? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, my bookie has the number one most likely candidate as Kamala Harris. And let's hear your input too, Nicholas. She's at plus 300. And this is the to win the Democratic nomination. Is Joe Biden on the list? Yeah, he's plus 500. So Kamala Harris is more likely than Joe Biden? Yeah, on my bookie, she is. I think that's... And you guys like, you I, guys like um, Biden? I, I think that she is not the most likely. So if you bet against that, you're a favorite. Interesting. Okay. I I like Biden. Um, I think people are underrating his odds just because people talk about whether they're too far left or too far right or too moderate, I mean, um, a lot. But I think people kind of lose that, like, a lot of voters don't really look at policy that much. They just look at, you know, if, if the person is somebody they like and somebody they want to lead them, it's like a personality thing. I think people really underrate how much people vote just based off personality. This is why George Bush probably won. Yeah, George Bush or like Bush. Oh, that was a huge thing Obama had going for him. Um, whether or not the person was not, is likable and relatable, you know. No, since 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 Donnie's been in there, every time George Bush pops up on the TV, I'm like, aw. <laughs> yeah, no, I've even heard like Democrats and people who have been like like fierce advocates of George W. Bush saying that like like. You know, we we wish we had him back. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he he was the best thing that ever happened to this country. <laughs> Better than Reagan? <laughs> Yo, so Bernie's at plus. Bernie's at nine to one. Are you guys gonna wake up? That's 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 a little low. He's probably he should be about like twenty percent, I think. Wait, you you think he's at five to one odds to win the Democratic primary? Yeah. And I bet I'd bet you other websites would be closer to that. My bookie usually is a little out there with their odds. I think. Um, hey, Steven, I'll, I'll I'll give you twenty to one right now. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Wait, are we talking primary or presidential? Primary, primary. I'll you know I'll still do that. 
on give me and you name the dollar amount. I'll go ten bucks. Okay, deal. And here's the thing, Dom. So right now you pay your taxes on that. I'll pay my taxes on that. No, less than six hundred. Oh. <laughs> well, Dom, right now, if you look at the polls, right? Now, right, this is so far out. Usually these aren't super telling. I love how it's just the polls. The polls, man. We don't know anything about these polls. We just call them the polls. Yeah. I've never been asked to poll. You I never asked me a question. I've been asked to poll. I've never, never once. Yeah, well, that's because your opinion is less worth well it's because you run in these little circles <laughs> so so right now right now biden leads almost every single national poll right and he gets anywhere from like 25 to 30 percent in all the different polls there's probably like five that come out a week from a bunch of different companies um next is usually sanders in like the low 20s right um you could argue that's like Wait, it goes Biden and Sanders? Yeah, and you want to hear something else that's really interesting? There's one that asked no who was th- there's one that asked who's your second choice? And the Biden voters, their most common second choice was Sanders, and the Sanders voters most common second choice was Biden. That actually makes sense because if if you believe that um people also like to vote for people who they know and, and who they're familiar with. A lot of that's name recognition. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that's they probably never heard of the other candidates, right? But also, Donnie was fired up that Bernie's running. Right. I think I've, I've read some articles that the, the, their camp's more afraid of Biden because they think he can get the Midwestern, more Midwestern appeal. Um, Which is still so weird to me because even though he is from Pennsylvania, he was just a Delaware senator. Right. But he, but it's just like his politics also, you know? Yeah, I know. But, but like, why wasn't he like, why didn't he stick in Pennsylvania? I don't know. I'm not sure. Do you know Dom? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, Nicholas, Dom has a job. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did I do it yeah. for you, Dom? Did I say Steven, it for you? <laughs> thank you. Let's put that in my intro, too. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah but, Dom works from home, but but like it just it just supports no, no, my no. full time student, full time full time employee. Where do you work, Dom? Put that in your intro too. Yeah, yeah where's your office? I ha- actually, this is funny. I have an office in a church. Why is that funny? In a Seventh Day Adventist church, because I'm not. I don't work for the church. <laughs> we just found a really good deal on. On this office space that's in a church. <laughs> are, are there just church services there? So I went from in background. An, a, my old office was in an abandoned hospital, and now I work in a church. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And I really don't work from home. I spend I, I spend I'm I'm nine to five in the church every day. Oh, well, that's good, Dom. That really is. Yeah, I work for a construction company. I'm the. Um, the builder. Actually, my boss gave me the title navigator today, and I told him I wanted to be chief navigator. And he said I have no problem with that. <laughs> in, in terms of what? <laughs> I do I do accounts payable receivable, so I do all the billing. I'm human resources manager. I'm safety coordinator. <laughs> I am. That's 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 a lot of responsibility. Oh, it like, is a lot of responsibility. Like Daryl from the office. It's a it's a whole lot of responsibility. <laughs> I would say that without me, the company is at a standstill. I'd say without me, the whole city of Boulder is at a standstill. Mm-hmm. No, do, uh, does Boulder have good <laughs> development? 
What do you mean does Boulder have good development? Like, like, are there buildings being built? Like, You've is it been here? Growing. Yeah, but I... No, they're not allowed. They're not allowed. The city doesn't allow it. They don't allow development? No. I feel like you knew, Nicholas. I feel like you knew exactly exactly what was going to happen. They No, they really don't. That's odd. Yeah, and they're really strict about how many people can live in, a, in an apartment. Huh. Buildings can only be so tall. What are their zoning There's laws no like? more space in in Boulder either. So you've got you've got three thousand square foot houses selling for two point five million. Jeez. Yeah, you, it's in the nice neighborhoods. The houses are a thousand a square foot. Oh, so people want to live there. I listen. I don't know why. Hey, I have a question. Well, I'm serious. I have a question for you guys just to bring it back to, you know, away from zoning laws. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> if. Well, it's sickening. <laughs> um, I, I was meaning to ask you, Nicholas, how do you think so far Elizabeth Warren's rollout has been, you know, a complete 180? And you've probably heard of Elizabeth Warren, right, Dom? What do you mean complete 180? From what we're talking yeah. about. Oh. <laughs> um. I mean, it, it's a little bit different for me because when you talk about rollouts, you're you're talking about introducing themselves to the voters. How's she done since she's announced? I'll rephrase. Um, I think it was rocky at first, um, but I think she's gaining some traction um, with the new um, her her ideas about wealth tax and anti corruption. What do you think, Dom? Just from what you've heard, if you barely heard anything, then that's that then that's her problem, and she has to deal with that. I'll be honest, man. I don't really know what's going on. Well, just tell me about it, and I'll tell you. I'll, I'll either get really angry or I'll agree with you. Well, Elizabeth Warren, she uh, she advised Obama on creating the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. She was a professor at Harvard. She's really big on anti-corruption and banks. Um, Senator from Massachusetts. Just, okay, I probably wouldn't like her. Yeah, just just got <laughs> just got reelected in 2018 the senate now she's running for president and besides bernie sanders no chance besides bernie sanders she was the like progressive before bernie she was like the progressive darling i'd say of the left um okay and she was just, she the one doing all these drone strikes when obama was in office no 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 she she was in the senate when he was in office oh, okay yeah um, but, but her, she, she she yeah t- let's talk about some right <laughs> talk yeah. about some of her ideas well well her her biggest new proposal um, was a wealth tax, meaning taxing people who have immense wealth at two percent to fund social programs. I think wealth over fifty million, but yeah. it's not income. It's actually they're sitting their wealth that they're just sitting on. Yeah, which yeah. is which is much more extreme. Yeah, much, much more extreme and um, kind of unprecedented in America. Although the it's it's been seen like in in other countries as. Also, so um, yeah, so it's it's people who have wealth over fifty million um, to tax it. I mean, aren't these people smart enough to just hide their money? Yeah, yeah, but but that's our idea, and and, and I'm guessing the legislation will, you know, I, I mean, it, it's all hypothetical and talk right now, 
but I'm guessing that that it'll include some provisions on don't hide money. I don't know why they don't talk about closing tax loopholes more. I mean, you could well, raise if they're hiding taxes. money. They can't find the hidden money. Yeah, but, right. The money's but, hidden. But right. I mean, but I mean, there's things you can do to make it harder for them to hide money or give yeah. you know or or repatri- change the tax code. Repatriate money yeah. is another thing. It, it's yeah. No, no. I I know Bernie talked a lot about that in 2016. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like did. it's like you can raise taxes all you want, but if people are just still going to find loopholes and hide their money off in like the Cayman Islands, then like, yeah. what's the point? You As know? Bernie says Bermuda or the Cayman Islands and other tax havens. <laughs> you know, where, first of all, where are the Cayman Isn't Islands? It, you hear that? Dom is ingrained in him. <laughs> he, he he remembers they're like the back of his hand. Well, it's easy when you've heard it a million times. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Yeah, lines. you you like to lay. Well, you know, well, this is kids are listening. Never mind. <laughs> what? Where, oh, no, no. Where is the Cayman Islands? Somebody tell me. It's like by uh, it's Caribbean. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, can you find them on uh, the map? No. <laughs> but just just what, just to so stay on subject because I feel it's slipping. <laughs> um, I think Warren's been struggling a good amount. She's only getting about like seven percent, eight percent right now. Um, as one of like the bigger tier candidates, um, that they thought can like bridge like progressive and like establishment democrats together because she has bona fides in both sections of the party she's really struggling she's from massachusetts and she also isn't doing very well in like new hampshire polls either mm-hmm. like i think yeah she's on nine percent she's fourth and new hampshire's right next to massachusetts she has to have a lot more name I'm, recognition there she has to be a lot bigger i'm gonna tell you this N- this is fun to look at but I don't think any of the these polls really matter until the first debate. Is happens. that the word, Nick? Fun? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you having fun? No, when, I am having fun. When the first so, when the first debate happens is, is when people really get to know these candidates. Dom, I know we're not in person, but look me in the eyes and tell me the 2016 Republican primary wasn't fun. No, was, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think the poll. I think the debates are a huge, huge deal. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm looking at my bookie's odds on Elizabeth Warren at plus eight hundred, and I'd say sell those odds. Don't buy. Um, oh. I think she really. Uh, she, she she's really struggled. Plus Bernie Sanders coming in, had I think takes a lot of her votes, like a lot. Yeah. Um, and it looks and it looks like um, she must have been hoping that Bernie doesn't run, and now that he does, well, it, her path gets a I, lot harder. I did hear Bernie talking about how how he he was actually before either of them announced, they were actually talking to each other about about um, pathways to to move forward, which is interesting right. because, because they're actually good friends. Like one like one would probably drop out early, and yeah, know. yeah, yeah, it'd be something like that. And, and I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see one of them as as the other's running mate. Mm-hmm. Since Sanders has announced, he's what actually got a duo gotten... there. <laughs> since since Bernie has <laughs> run, he's gotten a little bit of a bump. He's raised a lot of money. He actually looks like he's lift. He's launched pretty well. He's still not in first in a lot of the <laughs> polls, but he <laughs> he he did. Isn't it funny that he just in second to a guy who's may or may not be running? Yeah, I know. I it's mean, really funny. I think Gore in like two thousand three was like mm-hmm. leading all the polls, and he just said he's not going to run. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, I don't know. Um, so he's definitely see the thing is is I feel like he has a really really built in like twenty percent of Democrats will vote for him. Um, but I think compared to other candidates, he has a lower ceiling, right? A lot of these unknown candidates might have a higher ceiling, but Bernie's already like well known and more of a divisive figure. So I think the more yeah, but Dem- like when I talk to people in the Midwest, they like laugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that, that that goes into what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. Like he's he's more of. Like, like he has a solid like head start of like a twenty to thirty percent mm-hmm. of people, but I he's gonna have a hard time getting more and more. Well, and and are um, you talking to people who vote in the Democratic primary? I mean, I mean that uh, that's the big question because we're just talking primary odds right now. Yeah. All right. But his best path probably is so what? There's like twelve people running right now. So when you're running against twelve people, if you get twenty five percent, that's a pretty good chunk. You might be in first, but. If you're running against three people, that's not nearly as good. And I think a lot of it has to do with really um, how long like a lot of the candidates stay in and how long they run. So if you're a Bernie mm-hmm. fan, you want more people to declare and you want more people to stay in the race as long as possible. Because yeah. that's how Trump won, right? There were like 16 Republican candidates. Trump just had that built-in 33% you know, percent. and it, you know, it, even though most Republicans at the time probably would have preferred someone else, Trump, mm-hmm. you know, out of 16 people, 30 percent's a lot. Who, you know, who's ahead in Iowa, Bernie or Biden? Uh, Biden. Um, because I know Bernie's ahead in New Hampshire, which makes sense. I think most of them have Biden ahead in, in New Hampshire. Oh, really? I th- I saw Bernie was ahead there. I mean, there, there's just like different ones that come yeah. out, and like the most recent ones have Biden ahead. Okay. Now, now the big one is uh, South Carolina that there aren't that many mm-hmm. of, but they're starting to come out. And like South Carolina has a huge black population, obviously like a big part of the Democratic vote. Mm-hmm. And there's two black candidates running right now, and Joe Biden, who also would argue he has a claim to like a lot of that electorate too, and because he was Obama's vice president, he has a lot of ties in the South. Um, it's interesting. It would be interesting to see who that coalition goes toward because in 2008, that coalition ended up whoever they backed ended up winning, which was Obama. And in 2016, they backed Clinton. They ended up winning. She ended up winning too. It's like a big deal to get a lot of the black vote in the Democratic primary. Um, And right now, a poll that came out, I think, South Carolina shows Biden has 37%, which is stronger than, like, nationally, so it shows that he's pretty strong there. Um, Harris at 9%, Booker, Cory Booker, the other black candidate, at 6%. Um, Not great, but they still have a lot of room to grow because they're not very well known. And Sanders at 21%. Um, That's something I just say keep an eye on. And if you're a betting man, Dom... Okay. Whoever whoever can win in southern state the Democratic primary in southern states and whoever really can get like like South Carolina whoever whoever can get a lot of the black vote is probably going to be the nominee, um, because usually and historically they've voted all for like the same candidate for the most part. Um, let's look at B- Biden's odds right now in my bookie. He's at plus five hundred. I say plus five hundred is about right. Maybe I'd probably take him a plus four. Um, so you're saying definitely take him at plus five. Yeah, I'm thinking through it as I talk. So you're guaranteeing there's picks no, to the public right now. I don't think any candidate right now, I don't think any candidate has over a 30% chance as of now. It's so wide open, right? I think just like on a hunch that people underrate Biden just because I think people underrate how much people vote on their gut and just how much they like a person, right? Whether I'm not saying that's good or I'm not saying that's bad. Um, but that, I think that would really help him. I don't know. So yeah, I, I'd buy that. Um, Oh, that's a buy. We got a buy there. I'd buy Bernie you Sanders. You need to talk like Jim Cramer when you're doing this. All right. Well, I buy Bernie Sanders at plus 900 on my bookie just because the guy finished second in the last primary. He has huge built-in base of support. That, he can man. raise a lot of money and yeah, he's probably not going to win most of the time, 
but at plus 900, what is that, 9 to 1? I mean, 9 to 1 that he'll lose. I'm I'm sure if you run this nine times, he wins two or three times. Yeah, that gives him what, like a 12% chance? I just, I, I, I know that you guys live there. People are into him, but I just... You know, it's tough, Dom, because I'm, I'm probably going to lose the 20 to 1 bet. But yeah, No, you, you are. And, and I, I probably will, but I still see... Yeah, but that's why it's twenty to one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just look at how he look look how good he does. Because if he's finishing second and he's really like lasting a long time, then you have to acknowledge that you know he could he could be close. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't yeah, think he's gonna come out and talk about tax in the stock market and everyone's gonna freak out and there he goes. Yeah, and and you know I I think you're probably right. I think his time you know probably has passed, but I wouldn't. Nothing's guaranteed. I mean, look, Trump won in 2016. What what do you think? How many years does he have on this earth? (laughs) (laughs) Because there's not very many. Yeah. Um, Oh, like he's going to die is what I'm saying. Do do you know who Beto O'Rourke is, Dom? Yeah. They give him plus 350 here. Um, I'd probably sell. That's a little high for somebody who hasn't hasn't won, like, a Senate election. (laughs) Like, he just lost an election. He's coming in, you know? I mean... He's he's an unknown. No one knows what's going to happen with him. I think he's probably closer to like fifteen percent. Um, Elizabeth Warren at plus eight hundred. That seems about right. I'm still not hundred percent sure, but yeah, I, I think plus eight hundred is pretty good. I'd I'd hold there, Dom. Is that is that the nomenclature hold? Wait wait, wait so they say Elizabeth Warren has a better chance than Bernie. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just ridiculous. I yeah, mean, if Bernie's yeah, literally crazy. getting more, th- think about that, Dom. If Bernie's just getting way more way higher percentage than Elizabeth Warren. How can she yeah. have better odds than him? And like Bernie raised like $6 million on his first yeah. day I after mean, he he's, announced. He's raising more money. Um, I, I I don't know. I just maybe think of it like I that. I just can't wait for the buzz here. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's going to happen. Just because I lose with pocket aces doesn't mean I played the bad hand. You know what I'm saying? And then they're going to have these rallies that look like reggae concerts. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what they are. They're just big reggae concerts. You like reggae? I mean, yeah, in my car. Not yes. surrounded by a bunch of dirty people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom. I think we're about at that time where we're going to have to wrap it up. What do you <laughs> have to say in your final comments? Anything you'd like to leave our audience with? I mean, i just like to encourage everybody to go get a job. <laughs> All right. I'd like to encourage everybody to go get a job. But what if your parents have lots of money? And maybe go outside and and, <laughs> and look around and see what's actually happening outside. I don't know what that maybe, means, honestly. I don't maybe know. Maybe try know about to catch some. Maybe I don't know. It's just maybe you know. Maybe the real world isn't what's on Twitter, Stephen. <laughs> maybe go grab a fly rod. Yeah, maybe go try to catch some animals against their will. That's an empowering feeling. <laughs> Are you talking you grab about fishing your chisels by any chance? and make some tables? You know, before we go, Dom, I'm gonna go on Bovada right now and I'm gonna look up their odds just so I can prove to you that plus five plus nine hundred is good odds for Bernie. How's that sound? Yeah, no, let me hear him. Let me hear him. Okay. But yeah, I think I just made a pretty good closing statement there. Yeah, no. No one's going to remember it, though, because I talked right after. Well, 
you go you stay off Twitter. So to win the to win the next presidential election, Dom, to win, Bernie's at plus seven hundred on Bovada, not even the primary. Okay. So I you know I know a thing or two now. Nah, What's he, Donnie? He's, Minus one fifty? He's plus four hundred on um to win the primary, which I think is much better. Don Donnie's plus two twenty. Plus two twenty. What's just the bet for that's the party? Bad. Yeah, isn't I that mean, bad for the incumbent president who's running out of post? Yeah, no, it's, bad. it's probably a little. Yeah, he's, he's not doing good. I, he's no, not I'd, doing good. I'd probably, I'd still might buy that though. Two twenty is really, really low for an incumbent. If somebody won an election already, it's really hard to count them out to that degree. Um, and you never know who the Democrats going to nominate. But we'll end on that. Nicholas, can you play us out? I can, Dom. Thanks for coming on. Wait. Okay. <laughs>